to you in peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. From beautiful Hotel Candelaria in Antigua, Guatemala, my name is Sean Smith, and on behalf of myself and my beautiful wife, Don Maurice, hello. Welcome to Now is the Time. It is my privilege to welcome back to the Mobile Pro Podcast booth here in exquisite Hotel Candelaria in Antigua, Guatemala, stove crew number five, numero cinco, when I have the crew introduce themselves, starting with medics. Hi, my name is Maddox Khan, and I am 11 years old, and I live in Gilbert, Arizona. I'm Hope Khan, and I live in Gilbert, Arizona. I'm Peter Khan. I'm the parent of those two, and I'm from the same town. (laughs) (laughs) I'm John Dennis, and I'm from Palm City, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back. I say welcome back because this this is your second year. And this is John's third year back with us. I'm so excited. It's always exciting to see familiar faces again, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ that we love. And uh, I'm just so honored. I'm so thrilled. When you guys walked out of the airport, I was like, and it really threw me, uh, Peter, because you, you, it took you guys a long time, maybe an hour or something, to come through customs, and, and there were two other bald Asian men that came through. <laughs> you were always laughing, like, I'm the only bald bald Asian man in Guatemala. Well, there's two others this week. <laughs> that totally threw me off. But uh, it's that so... there's three in Guatemala. Right <laughs> but none as good looking as me. Well, of course not. But uh, they But you're me. not as good as looking as me, Dad, so sorry. Goodness looking. It was it was uh Maybe it was dim lighting. You know, it was dim lighting. But no, it's really great to have all of you back here. Uh, today we had a we had this was our first day to be on site, right? To Corazon de los Niños. And we had some presentations. Some kids did some things to present. We ate some food. We, uh, we heard more about the program. And so tell me about your day. Tell me what stands out, what was memorable for all of you. Um, the little girl that we met, the little girl and boy that we built a stove for last year, they remembered us and they like walked up to us and gave us hugs and stuff. They were there at the center mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. Really? They were doing the presentation. Yeah. And did you remember them? Because mm-hmm. uh, we're sponsoring them, I think. Oh, your sponsored kids were there today? That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> there was only, what, eight kids mm-hmm. there or something? Ten. Two of them happened to be mm-hmm. your sponsored kids? Wow, yeah. that's insane. That's awesome. What else? Um, well, just meeting more kids, it was just really exciting. More Guatemalan kids, yeah, more, more U.S. kids. Because yeah, I have to, because there's a lot more people this year than last year. And then also there's some more Guatemalan people that I haven't met. Yeah. Cool. Peter, John, anything stand out today? Well, just, um... You know, this year has more people than last year. Last year, we had a really intimate, small crew, which we loved. We, we enjoyed immensely. Uh, but, you know, meeting more people is great, too. And uh, so definitely, you know, have a lot, of, a lot of interaction with new people. And, uh, and also just seeing the same crew from last year. You know, meeting Casildo, our Guatemala volunteer, and Elba. <coughs> You know, meeting the director again, getting big kisses from her is great. You know, it's kind of there's that familiarity, which makes you want to come back more. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hear that a lot. That you know, a lot of mission teams they they do a different country every year. They do a different mission project each year, different town each year, and we we try to return several times, several years in a row. As long as we feel you know we can be helpful, we try to come back to build those long term relationships. And this is our fourth year at Corazon de los Niños, so they are like family for us. And to to know that you felt that you know, sense of family and, and just incredible love just after coming back from one year, uh, that warms my heart because that's definitely how we feel too. And we want everyone to experience that, that sense of community, that true community, you know, that, wow, we, we really, uh, we really appreciate you. Yeah. I'd say for me, um, Coming back to see the children's always a highlight for me. Um, in particular, I really loved how Maddox came last year and introduced this new concept, this new uh, game of uh, variation of dodgeball, but with his hat. There's no dodgeballs around, you know. And so he made use of something that was on his body, which was his, his ball cap. And... <laughs> uh, the kids gather and they separate themselves between a sidewalk on the other side of a sidewalk and they they throw the hat at each other and it's the same rules as dodgeball for the most part I mean and uh, it's just so fun and I often find myself like this afternoon I'm like on the sidelines watching this with this big grin and I'm like jumping like as it's being thrown I'm like oh no you know <laughs> and I realize I'm jumping around myself because <laughs> I'm like so into watching this that was that's that's been a really big highlight for me, and uh, you know, as of this recording, we're kind of just getting started in the in the week, and so there's a lot of uh, a lot of experiences to come. I think so. I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah, there's a lot of information today, right? Tell, we did have a presentation from the kids. I guess some of your sponsored kids. Tell us what that was. What that was like. Explain to those who weren't here what what happened there, and then what you ate afterwards. We ate food, good food. Well, it felt really exciting to see the kids that we saw last year. Just, like, really happy so we could just, like, play with them, you know. And then after, we ate, like, this really good food. It was, like, some, like, rice, like this weird good rice with some, like, chicken or something. And then and then there was, like, a side of, like, a potato. Potatoes, but I don't, I don't really like those potatoes. But besides that, it was, it was good food. Well, there was potatoes, and then there was another vegetable yeah, I that looked that like either. a potato mm-hmm. and kind of felt like a potato. Was. It was called a wheat koi. Wheat koi, it's a local vegetable here in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dinner or that lunch was exquisite. I always look forward to that. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a homemade lunch by the ladies of the project, yeah. and... It's called pe- pepian con pollo. Yeah. It's a pepian sauce or gravy, really, that uh, has 30-some spices in it. It takes them mm-hmm. 8 to 10 hours to cook, and it's just... Tasted like it. Like there's 30 spices in there. Yeah. <laughs> and it but, tasted cooked for, for a long time. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, I just... You know, and then have, for me, sitting over that meal, you kind of savor every bite because of that fact Mm. but also too you're more i guess aware of what you're eating because of how much attention was put into it 
So you don't, you know, back home we take food for granted. We, it's it's almost like a thorn in our side. It's like, oh, what are we going to do for dinner tonight? Or what are we going to do for lunch? Or, oh, we're going to run to Chipotle. We're going to cook up some whatever. But this, it's like you want to savor it. You want to take your time because there's a lot of time and effort. And um, just consuming it is like an honor. <laughs> That's the best way to put it, you know. Mm. So that was a. That was amazing. It's always one of my favorite parts of the week. (laughs) I hope I get a chance to share your thoughts with the ladies who made it because they're always so worried that, you know, they know this isn't McDonald's. They know this isn't Chipotle or Domino's. Like these are the companies they know here, let alone a mom and pop restaurant. I mean, they, they, they're always very concerned that this is their, their humble meal. This is the best they have to offer, but they know that it's not what we typically eat in the U S and they're always just worried that we're not going to like it. And so I'm going to try and seek out some of the mm-hmm. cooks tomorrow, John, and pass on your words because they, they, they work so hard and they, they this, this is a meal that they only serve. They only serve this at like weddings or a graduation or some <laughs> big event, a formal event of some kind. And for them to be able to, kind of go all out and they're having to prepare for 40 people. So that's, that's kind of a big deal too. Uh, so they we will, can pass it along to the, the ladies who cook that I have seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all they need to hear. Right? Because, because I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and how about those tortillas? Huh? Oh, oh, nothing you, like you it. Have you never though. think you'd never know. By the looks of it, you know, but you put one of those things in your mouth, it's just, man. There's a lot of substance to it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's wholesome. Different from the tortillas we have in the U.S., yeah. right? Yeah. Anything else that uh, you learned today? I know I know that some of the meetings are kind of long, and uh, she was trying to share a lot of information, but anything that you learned differently this year? about the project, about what happens at Cotos Unidos Niños that maybe didn't pick up last year or some new project or something new that was of interest to any of you? Well, definitely what stood out to me is that uh, this is a, they're a very um, progressive organization. I guess the better way to put it is they're very efficient, effective. they're, They're always trying to improve what they're doing. And what I saw was new factories upstairs, the soy milk and, you know, soy, whatever bread factory. And that wasn't there last year. So, you know, that things are changing and how they're doing things. So I'm really impressed with, you know, Lillian and what they're trying to do. Um, you know, you can tell where a heart is and they're, they're not just, you know, doing it just because they can, they're doing it because they want to. Yeah. And it's not a huge team that runs the organization. It's a, it's a good team. But you feel a good sense of ownership by every one of them. You you can see it. They're passionate about it. They're not off put about it. You know, it's you go in other organizations sometimes, and it's just people with jobs. You know, just you know they get paid, and so they're there. I mean, you can tell they truly care, and it does speak to the leadership traits and qualities with Lillian and selection of people in these different roles. Which is important. I mean, everything rises and falls on leadership. And so to see that, feel that, experience that is big. And then echo what Peter's saying, 
yeah, just to see them progressing and to see them constantly improving and um, spending every penny wisely, you you really get a, get a sense of that here, and you you feel that. So that's it's it's a good thing and it's appreciated, especially for people who are um, who wonder. You know, like, where does the money go? And what, what is it used for? And is it used, I think, most importantly, even not so much as where does it go, what's it used for? But is it used efficiently? You know, and that's a resounding yes for for everyone who, who passes through their doors and gets to experience, um, you know, what they do here at, at, uh, at Corazon de los Nios. <clears throat> Another thing, too, is it's a is the, like, I guess, realization of how much help is still needed, mm. you know, uh, <clears throat> that they really count on every single person, not group of first people, but single person. You feel like you individually make a difference. You individually bring something to the table that is of substantial help to not just a family, but many families. So that's that's huge, and that she did a good job this year of not directly but kind of indirectly portraying that and and, and I think making the group feel that way. So yeah, it's really true, and th- those are great observations, John, about the staff especially mm-hmm. because I've had the opportunity to work with the staff the the past several years, and they are all in. It's not just a job for them. It is a mission. They they know this is really important, valuable work that's transforming lives. And they all have a very valuable role to play. They're all team players. When one is down, another jumps in and takes over. And it's not, a, oh, an obligatory thing. It's, it is my pleasure to help step in and help out. For example, uh, Francisco, who works there part-time, his father is very, very sick. He's within days of dying. He's had cancer, and the past two weeks have been really, really tough. And he was he was supposed to be on our team last year, and he was supposed to help us out, and he wasn't able to. And so someone else stepped in, and, and they, they, they felt so bad for Francisco, and they felt so good that they were able to step up and, and work, you know, in place of him. But... Uh, it, it's a tight team. I think it's six full-time employees and, and three or four part-time employees who are serving 800 families, five people per family. There's literally thousands of people that they are able to serve through this uh, amazing organization. And uh, it is. It's truly an honor. I, I'm, I'm so glad that you guys could see the the process of of they're constantly reevaluating is what we're doing effective. How can we be more effective? Not only more efficient, but more impactful. How can we make a more profound impact uh, that that you guys were able to pick up on? Sometimes it's hard when there's translation going on, you know, uh, it's in Spanish and then it's in English, and then, you know, and and there's a lot of information. Sometimes it's hard to catch all of that. But uh, now we're going to talk more about the soy factory, the soy milk factory uh later we'll give you a tour of that and stuff it's it's incredible it's really amazing to help the kids with malnutrition and help uh raise funds for the project to sell that uh the soy milk and 
cookies and bread to uh, to make profit. So I'm always curious. I always love when new people come. You guys were all new last year, John, two years ago. But I'm also, I'm always more curious. Why did you come back? We're happy that you came back, but we're always curious. What, what motivated you to come, to come back? Cause a lot of people, it's like, they kind of check it off their bucket list, been there, done that, one and done. And, you know, they want to move on. But you all decided, and, and Peter mentioned our crew from last year, our small podcasters week crew. Everybody returned from last year. Americans and Guatemalans, uh, everybody from that week is here this week again, which is great. But I'm curious why you wanted to come back and why you did come back. I guess I was just kind of like, I just kind of saw what they had and what I had and just like made me feel grateful for myself and that these kids need help. And it was also just a really fun an exciting experience to like meet new friends and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> um, what Maddox said, like feeling grateful for all the things I have and wanting to give back, I guess. And then um, I also wanted to see all the kids that we saw last year again because like I know they had a lot of fun and I wanted to make sure they got more yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we I, we just had such a great experience last year. I can speak for myself, but I know the kids did too. It was, uh, you know, very memorable. I think uh, it speaks a volume to you, Sean, that you put this together mm-hmm. in the way that you did. You know, uh, you made it like a vacation for us. You know, everything was really safe, was really provided for. You know, I... I didn't know what to expect as far as, you know, food and lodging. I know it was included, but, you know, I don't look at the fine print. I just like, let's just go, you know. And when we got here, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. So, and we feel very, you know, like I said, very safe. And uh, and you did a great job just narrating the whole trip, you know, like the the, the, the presentations that you did. It helped us to understand, you know, what we're about to do, but also a lot of the cultural, the background stuff that you provided. At least I'm into that. You know, I like to know the history of how this came about or the culture. So you provide a lot of that background, which was made, really made my trip. So, um, yeah, I felt like a working vacation. Uh, and, it, you know, it was serving at the same time. Obviously, you know, the, the reason we even signed up because we wanted to serve, right? We have that desire to serve. But, you know, the reason we came back is because... It was in addition to that, we got a lot out of it ourselves, too. Mm. So. Yeah, praise God. Yeah, for me, um, it's like a reunion at this point. (laughs) Right? (laughs) With everybody, not just uh, those who come to serve, but uh, you, you, obviously, you and Don Maurice, and then the organizers that had a cornerstone de los niños and even the families in some cases that you see again and it's nice. Um, but I think ultimately for me, it's just opportunity to calibrate my compass. <clears throat> you know, oftentimes we get back and integrate ourselves into our normal lives and, you know, it's so easy to kind of get 
you know, just focus on yourself and your business or your career, your life, your family, and all you know, all the things that we just normally are so connected to and and integrated with. <clears throat> so returning here each year has just been yeah, it's been calibrating of sorts for me, you know. And that's refreshing. You go back with more energy than you came. Even though you're expending a ton of energy in a week physically, you kind of go back. You go back home with more energy than you re- you came here with. And um, and as so many volunteers here put it, I think it's put well, it's almost as if we gain more benefit than the families we come here to serve. And so there's some selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, But... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, it's the entire experience. Did you say like the food? <laughs> yeah, the food. And I also just really like flying. I don't know why. It's like hobby or something. Yeah. <laughs> so does like, John. I don't know. Flying is just like cool. Take off in the air. The takeoff especially is very fun. Usually. Uh, it kind of. <laughs> <laughs> really? I like it because I, I, like I take out my electronic device and just uh, I think uh, the kids like like the travel aspect, obviously, because yeah. they get to leave country, you know, for, yeah. for an 11 and 13-year-old. That's really exciting. But I think it's like travel with a purpose. You yes. know, you have a, a, a reason for the travel. It's almost like a business trip for them, right? That That's work for them. Yeah. There's a purpose behind it instead of just going somewhere and sitting somewhere and on a beach or something. I think, uh, I don't know, I think they, they get a lot more out of it. They get a lot more benefit from a parent's perspective out of a trip like this. But I also see that they have a lot of fun too. I mean, seeing my, you know, Hope and Maddox giggling and laughing with friends that they made along the way is, you know, made it all worth it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any final thoughts you'd like to share with family friends who may have helped to make it possible for you to be here or maybe for those who've not been here before but may be considering coming at some point in the future uh, care to share anything for them i would say if you're a family member of someone who's here or a friend of someone who's here why aren't you here <laughs> <laughs> By now, <laughs> there's got to be something that's kind of, you know, maybe sparks some interest. Um, for me, it was a conversation with you, Sean, over some time. But, but you know, the reason this you, the organization's called Now is the Time is because it is. I mean, it's, it's the time. There's never a perfect time. There's always something going on with the kids or with school, with the career, with the job or with life. And so at some point, you just got to say, you know what? I'm going to get off my tush <laughs> and I'm going to get down to Guatemala and I'm going to serve and love on some children and their families. And uh, and then out of that will come a life-changing experience. Those are my final thoughts. I thank my mom for this award. Um, yeah, she was always supporting me along the way. <laughs> um, I see like on TV when they like get the Grammys or something like woo. Thank like, mom for the sword. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, oh, yeah, mom. Yeah. She might be listening, right? Yeah. Hi. Yeah, hi, hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah. Well, speaking of that, you know, uh, 
not everyone like for us, yeah. it's like why why isn't my wife here? Well, we got two younger ones sure. in tow that sure. is very difficult to bring. So we had to make a make a decision. Are we are we all coming? Initially, we mm-hmm. thought we could just all come, but um, you know we, we decided against that. So you know you may need some support of some family members that can watch the younger kids, and so definitely that's something to consider. Be nice to your mom. Yeah. So you know. But I would love to have my wife to have this experience. So I might have to switch off with her, you know, just mm-hmm. so she can get this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wanted to have some. It's su- such a great experience. I wanted to have some of it, you know. Um, yeah. Just that mom is a little bit more overprotective. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> we love you, mom. And <laughs> Thanks, mom. We, uh, as the mission directors... Are so grateful to you, Mom. I don't know your I don't know your other name other than Mom. Mom, yeah. Mom, Mom Kelly. Mom Kelly. Kelly uh, Mom. Sincerely, we can't do this without Mom. people like you uh, supporting and sending uh, those who are here. And for those who are here around this table, uh, I say it again: we are truly, sincerely humbled, honored, and thrilled that you all came back. We know that you have many, many options of things to do with your time, especially in the summer. And we are just thrilled that you decided this year to come back here and to join us in serving these kids and these beautiful families who just need a a hand up, not a handout, but a hand up and to be reminded that they're loved. And you all do that. Uh, just so, so well. So thank you again for uh, your service to our Lord and to his children here in Guatemala. And thanks for sharing your stories in the podcast. Amen. So that's all the time we have for now from Antigua, Guatemala. If you'd like more information about our mission, team photos, audio podcasts, blog posts, or even YouTube videos, visit our mission website at nowisthetimeformissions.com. That's nowisthetimeformissions.com. And until next time, this is Sean Smith saying Dios te bendiga. May God bless you. Vaya con Dios, go with God. Pero no inmediatamente.